The Kitty Sisters are in the house. How, how do we call you guys together? Like, kitties? Once business owners start making money, guess what? <laughs> you start buying stuff. Buying liabilities. <laughs> uh, talk about making it awkward. This guy is a product. I told you. While we're at Everest, we're signed paper to close a $77 million apartment. Good, let's go on the deep end. Let's dive into it. Have you guys, do you consider you found your voice yet? Or you're still working on it? Sorry, I just want to say you guys are the have asked the best questions already. Like, <laughs> bar none. I am so impressed. Here we go. We've got some fresh hey, new young talent. And this is Luis. Welcome to the Content Profit Podcast. And here you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about yeah. content. All this while having a good time. We call this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit that is right there we go <laughs> it's funny because actually when we do the sounds in here they caught it, the it other just, one yeah it's all good <laughs> guys we are finally back and the past few weeks have been finally. completely insane but I'm today, lie, i miss the podcast a lot like it, it energizes me <laughs> and i felt drained and i was asking myself why why, why do i feel it's, so drained of energy is the podcast it's definitely a podcast yep. you know but today 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 is the best day to come back we have incredible entrepreneurs and the best part is that they're actually sisters so 2v2 today i know you're, you're gonna ruin the intro right here though no so. i never ruined the intro no. bro. come on go oh, the flow. i ruined it i didn't read it yes so come you, on you can tell we haven't done this in a while <laughs> you haven't done this in a while man That's come right. on you're right my part but guys today the guests they're are the best at investing in multifamily apartments they've gone from <laughs> zero to 300 millions in assets under management and even more impressive they are the host of a podcast, <laughs> cash flow <laughs> multipliers. What's I, I, I just read your part. Read my part. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. This is the best part. But uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what's more impressive: three hundred million dollars or 150 episodes of a podcast. Clearly, yeah. the podcast just saying. Yep, uh, yep. But without further ado, <laughs> please welcome the Thailand queens, the category queens of multifamily apartments, Paul me and Nancy Kitty. Yay! <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you, welcome, thank you guys. Yes. <laughs> so the Kitty Sisters are in the house. Woo! The Kitty Sisters right. are in the house. I, 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 so how, how do we call you guys together? Like kitties? <laughs> <laughs> they called us Biz Bros. So do you guys have like a together nickname? Um, They call us the Kitty Sisters. The Kitty Sisters. Sister. Sounds right. good. The Kitty right. Sisters. <laughs> it is. Uh, talk about making it awkward. This guy is a product. I told you. I told but, you before the interview that it was going to be a little awkward. That's fine. That's, yeah. that, you know, what <laughs> happens when you become a dad. But So, Paul and Nancy, I'm very excited to have you here. First of all, this intro was as chaotic as it can get. We, like we told you, we haven't done the podcast. We haven't recorded an episode in like two, three weeks. And now we're back at it and we're just like a mess. Rusty. But... I'm so excited because you guys have an incredible story. You guys are doing incredible things. And you guys are around down the alley for the podcast as well because you guys are creators as well. So we're going to touch base on everything. But before we get started, I know you guys are doing something very, very important for your audience and for audiences that are looking to invest, to grow right on their finances and find that, that freedom, that wealth. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that before we launch with the rest of the conversation? Yeah, so we basically came to realization that 
hey, we're an asset. Like if we don't go out to work, our income stop flowing. So here, this is what we have to say. If you rather own assets than being an asset, all you need to do is go to jumpstartapartments.com. Again, it's jumpstartapartments.com. Yep. Mm, I love it. I, <laughs> I love this, right? And uh, go ahead. We'll, you know, bookmark the link. Out. We're putting it out there uh, because it's going to make a lot of sense when we continue with the interview, right? And yes. uh, I'm stoked because not so long ago, we were actually in Boise, Idaho. And I remember we were in our Uber going to this secret event, I guess, at that point. <laughs> and... Uh, you guys were at that event, but we were not members of that event. And I don't like, think I, I don't think I knew about you at the, uh, at that time, if I'm being yes. honest. And we're going for a different thing. We're going for you know content production. And somehow we ended up in the same room as you guys. We didn't meet you guys, but we were like, oh my gosh! So, talk about Dream One Hundred. Talk yeah. about somebody. We really walked in and we're like, I feel the presence <laughs> of two amazing sisters in here. Oh wow! <laughs> and, uh, and you know, no, no. And, and this is a concept that we talk on the show uh, very often with the people like, hey, how do you guys connect with your dream relationships? And how do you go build those? That? And then our asset is our podcast and we owe everything in our business to it. And mm -hmm. I want to put this out there because there's a lot of people that are, might be intimidating to actually reach out and have a conversation with somebody that maybe they admire, that they look up, that they, you know, they see their stuff going bonkers and amazing, right? Like you guys do, the things that you do is incredible and we're gonna dive in. So I wanna encourage everybody, reach out to those people. And I think, you know, Nancy, we jumped on a call, right? And I think it was like 20 minutes schedule and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was so much really fun. <laughs> and then we're like, this conversation is the one that should be the podcast. Wow. Yes. Big pressure, Fonzie. Wow. <laughs> call me, call me. I'm just saying they're already they're already kicking us out of the conversation. I, know, I, feel, over like, here. I feel like um should we be here? Maybe we can just leave. You have your yeah, own right? conversation. We're, we're like third and fourth wheel in this conversation <laughs> right now. But it was I'm, so I'm fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But um, I'm very interested, right? Like we're originally from Venezuela. You guys are from Thailand, correct? Yeah. And I wanna, I wanna dive a little bit into like that story. Like, what brings you to the United States? Yeah. Uh, for, you know, for us, it was school. Mm. And then, why do you guys get in the business that you guys are in now? <laughs> like, I'm very curious <laughs> about that transition. Yeah. So, um, long story short, our parents obviously they came were, here. Came here. Um. To, find, to basically financially, they were leaving something not super awesome and they came here to find a better mm -hmm. life. Um, there were different choices and a lot of friends recommended my dad like, hey, go to the US. He knew no English. Mm -hmm. He had like a fifth grade education, but he's like, this is the this is where he wants to be and and within, grow his family. And within a couple of years, like mm -hmm. he brought us over because that was the end goal. He needed to come and set up okay. things and make sure. So we grew up in the United States and um, so that's how that's how, that's how we, we got to the US. And then how, how we old got... were you guys when you came to the state? Were you were you kids? So yeah, Four? we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. were kids. Like and kids. then um how we got into real estate is quite interesting because at that time when you have like when at that time when you have not have a lot of money, it has a way to control us, right? It tell us mm. when to get up, when to go to bed, when do we get to rest, right? It dictate us in mm. every single way, right? It's been the driving force behind our hustle and our grind. I mean, I guess it's from like all the conditioning from the society, the things that our parents taught us, and probably the things we have read and things we have witnessed. 
that you know what we can never never stop and that's kind of like how we start getting to an apartment investing because we would tell ourselves in that in the old world we were in we that we're in the fashion business by yeah way. there's no work for oh, you okay even for just like 15 minutes, right? You gotta go do this. You gotta go meet your client. You gotta go pick up the button sample. You gotta go pick up other productions. And of course you have to take your grandma to see a doctor. So there's no, like me, like there's no break for you, right? Because if you don't do it, that hustle and grind, your income flow will stop. And that's why we kind of, that's why we said, hey, don't be the asset, own asset. Because if we kept, if we keep, um, if you don't have work or if you don't produce income or output we don't have income right so we keep on working and push pushing ourselves pushing ourselves and even punishing ourselves because we thought hey that must be the secret to success look how far it has gotten us so you know like we're making millions in our fashion business like palm said we we're in fashion but we... it was on like a very shaky foundation because mm -hmm. at that time we didn't realize like like i don't know if you guys been to splash mountain in disneyland they closed it recently but they must have yeah. one in Florida too. Like at the beginning, the ride, it's a log ride. There's like little cute bears, mm -hmm. there's a forest. You think you're happy. And that's like life mm -hmm. on a shaky economic foundation where you're the asset. You go, you go. Then all of a sudden you're like, mm -hmm. wait a minute. I just got dropped into this like, like this. And that's what happened to <laughs> us. We had a strong business that was based on us being the source of income. And then when one night out of the blue. So here's the fundamental truth, right? Yeah. Like we said, we were the asset. We were the one who responsible for generating the income. If we didn't work, the money stopped flowing. AKA without any input, sweat equity, mm. there would be no output, which is the income. So yeah. So at, yeah. So one, at one point, what happened was like our biggest client out of the blue announced on the news that they're closing all their retail stores. So overnight, 95% of our income, which was tied to this brand, just went away. Yeah. And that's when we realized, wait a minute, we sacrificed so much time for this business. For the grow, financial. For the family, for everything else. For the financial and the time freedom and thought, hey, the income would just keep going and going forever. We never thought that one day it would be taken away from us. We thought, hey, we will do this forever, right? But the truth was yeah. we had sacrificed and that led us to overwork you know, exhausted and even like jobless, right? Yeah, Eventually. So at that point, then we're jobless and we're like scrambling. How, what do we do? Because do we, do we keep doing, do we keep going the way we are, even though this situation is pretty clearly evident that like, Hey, if we keep doing this, it's going to be for worst case. We had no contingency yeah. plan. We have no safety net. We had no backup. So then we had to act really fast. And we, so we said, okay, stick with fashion or find something new. And that's when we were like, and this is good for your sort of like um your con your your channel because it's basically like people have choices. You have like how yeah. do we how do we own assets in a business at the same time? And that's where we discovered real estate. Not real estate where we're doing single family home rentals here and there, where it's just like in the background, but actually operate this as a real business. Yeah. So we told ourselves like, hey, there must be a better path, right? Like a better path of different world where we are spacious, like feel spacious light and just happy right so we kept on searching and searching and searching and that's when we attended a real estate event that changed our life right and once again our world turned upside down when we realized there's a different universe out there than what yeah. we've been told that's awesome mm. I, I, so i want to relate this to something i actually read recently um and it, it, it refers to what you just mentioned about you know having that 
now space once you started investing into real estate and you know it you guys look extremely happy so i'm guessing obviously you're very happy with the choices you guys have made <laughs> and you know recently i was reading the newsletter for uh, taylor welch i don't know if you guys are familiar with him but he was actually sharing a little bit about his thoughts on wealth how before he thought wealth was just like financial freedom in a sense, right? It's like, I need a lot of money. But yeah. now that he has kids and he's been like thinking about it a little bit more, he's like, I actually think wealth is like a mix between time and energy, right? And, and you know, like capital money, it's an enabler of that. But he says, time lets you go the length, right? But if you have time, but you don't have the energy, you won't have the depth. So you need mm. to find both. And it seems that real estate investment actually gives you guys both, right? It gives you time and it also gives you the energy then to enjoy, you know, your, your day and all that. Like I'm looking at your Facebook and it, it looks like recently <laughs> you guys went to like the Everest, right? <laughs> Which is like yes. mind blowing. I don't know if that, I don't know if that's recently or not, yes, but it, it, either way it's mind blowing. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we yeah. did. We, Nancy was actually texting me while we were scheduling. She's like, "You know what? <laughs> I'm at the top of the mountain, but uh, you know, we can we can talk this day." <laughs> yeah, uh, technology. Which I love. I uh, I just wanted to relate it. Right on our side, we also had an experience, probably not as as crazy as yours, with uh, the amount of volume that you guys were doing in your in the in the industry. But we also lost about ninety percent of our sales with like one event. Right for us, it was mm -hmm. COVID. All mm -hmm. the businesses that we were helping close, and we we're like, wow, this is like a really challenging moment for us to really decide what we wanted to do. And for us, that was a pivot to the podcast, right? And uh, building in our sense, like this asset, but as I hear you talk, right, it's it's true, right? Like we are the asset to this, right? Like the yeah. feedback is your personal, if the show doesn't go on, obviously we have the evergreen, the long tail of the show, but it, it's pretty interesting to me uh, to see it under that perspective. To me, at least is the, the first time like, okay, I own the, you know, I own the thing. I own the business. I own my decisions. Mm -hmm. I can drive it forward, but I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a point where something needs to change right and be like okay how do we take this to the next level and i, and I yeah. love that you guys are here providing you know those resources now here's a here's a question right because when you're in that game right when you're playing where you're so close you know to to the field and you know you're dealing with with your team and uh, you're solving problems some for somebody else it's like how do you for you guys was that experience but how does an entrepreneur or somebody that's making these decisions that is in the business 24 7 mm -hmm. how do we separate ourselves from that to look to look at the situation from ten thousand feet above the ground and make that decision to be like wow this is a new thing i want to tackle this is a new thing i want to learn this is a new thing i want to you know start investing and putting my money into it so i can then get you know that dream uh life that i really want how do how do we unplug from that to be able to make that decision you know, wow i love I, your sorry, question i just want to say you guys are the have asked the best questions already like, <laughs> bar none i am so impressed so it's because you know why because you're a business owner so you're already you understand that i i think this is just a common problem with a lot of business owners you're in the weeds so much that you you don't even take a second either your business is thriving so much and you're like their minds is like i'm just gonna keep doing this why do i need to worry about my plan B, because this is going to do well. Like you hear that all the time. The problem is like the unknown is what always kills us. And that's what's the black, what they call the black swan effect in, in finance, right? Mm -hmm. The unknown unknown. We don't know when this is happening. So 
what we say is take what we um there's a there's a thing a concept in the book um um that says like uh uh the richest man in babylon it talks about pay yourself first so i think like i in business especially in a startup phase we tend to reinvest the money into the business hire staff grow the business where you don't actually pay yourself first paying yourself first isn't go buy a luxury car or like hey i'm gonna take um uh take rides on like a private jet paying yourself first means how do i extract at least 10 of the income that i'm producing right now and grow that and grow that independent of my efforts and i think like that's not a hard step i think the the thing that most entrepreneurs feel is they want the sense of the control then think like i need to go buy my own apartment and that's like oh that's a whole another workload that i don't even i'm gonna push it aside because that's that's too much work i I don't have time for that but if you can say take 10 percent give it to invest with a group of people that you that knows what they're doing you're going to be able to you're going to be able to then continue to focus on your genius zone while now you have this growing separately yeah totally. is, is that the type of people you guys want to get in the the challenge right the jump start apartment the, the experience fun the experience, the experience. Yeah. experience. come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean like i think like those are the type of people that we understand are are yeah. the ones that you know, business owners are the movers and shakers of this world. And we want them to thrive yeah. and be, like you said, have that energy and time and financial freedom. But if they don't have all of those, they can't be the imaginative and creative people they, they yeah. are to help more people in the world. Yes, they will end up trading their time for a lot of money. And eventually they could probably retire or they have to grind until they are cannot anymore, until they die. So. I think it's a matter of choice and also being yeah. surrounded with the right people who have this kind of mentality. Because once you are um, in this world and get introduced, you want more. Because in our mind, we always like, how can we do it, like make more, but with less effort, right? And when you surround yourself yeah. with people who start thinking and talking like that, like naturally, yeah. like we start thinking subconsciously like that, and it will lead you to that point where like you're like hey how do i how can i disconnect my income generation from my time so that i can live the life that i love so i can own my own time finances my own schedule yeah. and my future yeah, yeah. I, I as as you guys are explaining this right i'm going through the different phases you know over the last seven years that we've experienced and you know by no means we're like way ahead of you know it, it's it's crazy we still have so much room to grow of course and uh but you know from doing vinyl stickers from you know one extra room that we had in our house to then doing uh, screen printing out of the garage to then you know go on renting our first offer uh, office right and and doing this content as a side gig and like that was like our, our evolution right and and you know it's crazy we haven't really announced it yet but we just made like probably the biggest purchase that we've ever made as a business and uh and we're still right like in it the goal is obviously to, to grow it to a point where like, we're not connected to the day to day. But as I've been driving, I have a commute now. <laughs> so <laughs> as I'm driving, like I, I listen to, there's a show in our network called my first million. Right. And they talk a lot about building businesses and selling them and, or buying this business and then selling the asset. And I'm like, okay, where is this going to go? Right. Like, especially with the new phase that we're, that we're going now, maybe we do an episode of like, what are our thoughts? Like what's, what's next based on this decision. But uh, are we building something so we can sell and then we have like this exit and then with that exit then we invest right but at the same time in my head i'm like i'm brand new to that world of investing i know how to invest my time my effort my thing to build something right onto to this point 
but now I'm brand new. Uh, to me, that thought is so intimidating, right? So the fact that you gave me a simple framework is like, how do I take that 10% of what I'm making and then grow it? It's incredible. So thank you, because I know there's a lot of people mm -hmm. out there that are like, wow, like, yes, I've taught, I, you know, I've learned about real estate. I've learned about this. What an incredible vehicle, right? Like, but just the fact of trying to learn it mm -hmm. when we're in the mix to me is like, oh boy, I don't have enough hours in the day. I have a four-year-old. I have a one-year-old, you know, my wife has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. So she's like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just going to say that 10% <laughs> that you're going to invest is probably safer in real estate with the kid sisters than the trading cards that you're getting into, you know? <laughs> Bro, wow. That is true. That that is true. That is true. Hey, I have an obsessive personality. And then when I, I, I recently got into trading cards and I'm learning, but yes. I, I, had, to, I, I had to throw them under the bus. Had yeah, to throw it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So I, I have a question for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the solutions and businesses that a lot of entrepreneurs build obviously come from solving their pain First, right? And you guys mm -hmm. share a little bit about that pain, but I'm curious, right? Going even beyond, before that, right? When mm -hmm. you guys were in that, in the fashion industry, were you guys actually paying yourself first, like you said right now, or, or that thought about investing came after, you know, kind of like that downfall, that one client of yours that left, right? Like, are there any lessons that you learned throughout your, uh, you know, fashion uh, years And I'm sure you guys are still into the fashion years right now. <laughs> But, you know, are there any lessons in there that are translating into the real estate industry that you guys are in right now? Oh, wow. Love this question, too. Definitely, we pay ourselves first, but we pay ourselves in the wrong way. Because at that time, we thought the only way we make money is, you know, trade time for money. And once we trade time for money, we go buy things that's like, kind of what now we know call liability we we get into like we buy xyz right instead of investing and growing that asset pot because we didn't understand the concept of passive income we didn't even know there was other choices for us we were just educated as we said like hey go to school get a good job and if you want anything yeah. just work, work more. more and just pay for it and that's it we have no idea yeah. that we can actually pay ourselves and reinvest that money yeah, we into. Missed this, we missed the second part. We didn't reach the richest man in Babylon. Yeah, yeah so like... we just like pay ourselves <laughs> and then we go buy stuff, stuff right? I think a lot of people like, once we once business owners start making money, guess what? <laughs> you start buying stuff, buying liabilities, yeah. buying cars, homes, watches, bags, mm -hmm. whatever. But none, but Trading cards, of, apparently. <laughs> Non-income non producing assets. Right. Yes, so we, yes. like for us, we can have gotten everything that we just listed, but instead of just directly go buy it, we buy assets so that it can pay for all those stuff so that the principal is not touched. You're just spending on the You're growing your the, wealth. You're growing your wealth, but you're just getting from the cash flow, the passive income side. Mm -hmm. So we're not against yeah. all those lux luxury stuff. We just we just want it. Um, We just have a, we just need to do it a different way. Yeah. Yeah. This is a smarter way to do it. And it seems that that's kind of like the lessons that you guys stumble upon. Right. And I feel yeah. like you said, I mean, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs are like, well, I'm working hard right on this. I need to reward myself. And then they go and buy, I don't know. I go and eat a lot of ramen, you know? So I'm like, let me just go to the ramen shop and just eat ramen every single day and spend all my money in there. But I, but I feel like, 
for everyone who got enlightened, they would understand if they shift, like just change 20% of who they are and they just shift this mindset, they can have everything that yeah. they still want. It's just in a, how wealthy people yeah. are acquiring them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So I, I want to dive into that a little bit, right? You gave us uh, like the first step, right? I love the 10% first step. But also, I put I wrote here delaying gratification, right? Sometimes, mm -hmm. like we, we live in this society that is like, okay, I want it now, 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 in many mm -hmm. ways, right? And uh, I relate a hundred percent, right? The second we do a little bit of money, we're like, oh, you know, let's go do this, or let's do an experience, or let's go buy stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I am guilty, a hundred percent. Like, I I'm admitting it. You open the first trading card, you're like, where's Messi? <laughs> I know, and then got three more boxes. That that's what's fresh right now. But I've I've definitely experienced that, right? And just the thought of like, hey, there's yeah. one more step, right? That in my mind is like, okay, I, I have to learn. I don't have, you know, I didn't know the Kitty Sisters. Now I do, which is great. Uh, but in my mind, it's like, it's going to take time. How do, how do then in our heads as entrepreneurs, do, do we delay gratification? How do we start changing our mindset so we can be in a position to execute like you guys are doing, which is clearly amazing, and then have, have the results that we really want, right? What's the first step to start changing that mindset? So that's a really good question. I think like, so there's, there's a, there's a couple of things. The first one is like delay gratification isn't years, isn't 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. If you do this correctly, it's, it's just takes a little bit of time, but it's not, it's like five years. I, and I think the, the whole idea here is that you need to think of what your end goal is, right? So if your end goal is to achieve financial time and energy freedom in 10 years, you kind of break it down. Like, what does it take? Like, how can you close mm -hmm. that gap? Because when you have that gap in mind, like, and you, every day you take a step towards it, you fill that those gaps, you're going to be like, wow, this 10 year has been amazing because rather than achieving that in 30, 40, 50 years, I'm getting to achieve it in 10 years or less. Right. And the other thing is like, there's two other parts. First is that create milestones for yourself to celebrate the small victories mm. along the way so that you don't wait 10, five years and like, Oh, one bang celebration. It's like, no, Hey, I made my first investment. That's a win. Hey, I looked at my first property. That's a win. Hey, I, I get a cash cash flow. I'm going to take my win. family on a, on a holiday. I got tax benefits. That's a win. Like so create small awesome. milestones along the way. And the other thing to recognize is that like the way we're telling you is like, this is a lifestyle business. Either you're active like us, which is a lifestyle business. That's why we're in Everest in the middle of the year on holiday. And we can do that. And we can still have the business apartments like run itself. We're, the other right, right now we're closing, um, while we're in Everest, we're signed paper to close a $77 million apartment. apartment. Wow. So that's amazing. Yeah. So that's a lifestyle business. And that, so that's way one, right? Active. Second way is passive. If you're a passive investor, as we talked about, you're not spending any time in this business. We're running and we're the active people doing the day to day. So the time will go by faster for you because you're not learning frustrated, having to figure out all the stuff running into pitfalls. So that's why those, mm. those are the two things I would say. Mm. I love this. I love this. I, I want to ask, do you have anything else around this topic that you want to talk about? Cause I, I personally want to transition a little bit about yeah. to your marketing and you know, your entrepreneurship and. I want to talk that world a little in bit. a sense, but yeah. I, I do want to do a quick remark, right? Because I think this is so important. You know, we come, we come from a family. We love them, adore them. They've all always fully support ourselves in any decisions that we made, right? Like we wanted to be professional soccer players. Mm -hmm. They did everything they could to get us there. Yep. We got to Europe. We got to the States because of soccer, right? It gave us the opportunities. Mm -hmm. But 
we never had a, a financial education to understand money, right? Oh yeah. Uh, our mom was a, a, a is she is a university you know professor. Our dad you know jumping around in a couple of jobs and double entrepreneurship, chemical engineer, right? But never had a, a financial education. And, so, and I would say that uh, our mom was like literally, literally financial literal. I guess I don't know if that's a word. Probably not. But she knew like the typical like okay, I'm gonna save my money here. You know, I'm going to take good care. Like, she was really good at, like, budgeting things. But I don't think they had the investor yeah. mindset. They didn't have But, that, like, lengthy mindset of, like, okay, how do I make this money work for yeah. me? And, and I think part of it is, like, the country we grew up in, right? Like, yeah. we're in Venezuela. Like, we went through, a, uh, uh, it's still going through a crisis. So, it's not the the friendliest environment to do something like this. Yeah. They had way less access to, to content, right? Educative content, like, So, they would have had to go to the library or go shake some hands also too to learn about that, right? So I think this is why this is super exciting to me, right? Because it's a starting point for people that might be in a position like we are, yeah. right? Where we can start learning about this. We have an action plan where the 10% freaking love that. And then uh, starting to get in those goals on, on the mindset, right? Because that to me, those that's why I ask those questions. Personally, to me, that has been the biggest hurdle in something like this, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, part of it is you guys being out there sharing your message, right? Which is, you know, the the thing that we talk about all the time. So can you walk us a little bit on, on that process? You know, you guys are running your business. You guys are doing these amazing things. You guys are meeting incredible people. Why the decision on putting your message out there to the world? You know, you guys do have a podcast. You guys get some podcasts. Uh, what was that decision like? Because a lot of entrepreneurs, I believe that every single business needs to be their own media uh, business, right? At the same time, they have to run their own media and their own message. But it's very intimidating for many factors. How was that transition to you guys? We're like, we'll start a podcast. We'll start producing content. How was that conversation for you guys? You know what? That You hit it on the, the nail on the head. Like, we didn't want to be on social. We don't want, like, in our fashion business, it was um, B2B. We, we didn't have a business card. We don't card. have a business card, right? So it's like B2B. You deal directly with a couple people. No one knows who you are. You're, like, faceless person who's making money behind the scene. And, now, and you'll, see their, you'll see Britney Spears wearing your clothes, or you'll see someone with your handbag. It's, like, pretty cool. Like, you'll walk through a random airport, like, we make that. But like in when mm -hmm. but what but what you said about like financial literacy was the reason why we needed to come out and speak on this subject because while people yeah. can make great money in whatever active income mm -hmm. they do, business owners, doctors, lawyers, they don't understand the financial um finan what what actually takes to get financial freedom. And so that's mm -hmm. why we started our podcast, which is Cash Home Multipliers, and then now we have our YouTube channel, which is the Kitty Sisters TV. And it's, the goal is just to empower and inspire, inspire people, people to, you know, like take control of their own time, finances and, you know, future to own your own schedule. Yeah. And I think like the thing is, like, if they know where we basically the message just needs to get out to more people. Most people aren't aware mm -hmm. that this is even a possibility that owning um, yeah. a 300, yeah. a $77 million apartment is something that is in a realm of their possibilities. And so they didn't do it. Now, it's, we they, think they, it's they, they, they thought that, hey, you need to have millions of dollars. You need to be like mad whiz or you need to like you come from a really or have family. a lot of time or, you know, like put in a lot of effort. But they didn't know the thing that, you know, that we love teaching that is, hey, how do yeah. you make more and 
I mean, work less and make more. And here's the thing, like mm-hmm. the beautiful thing is the power of like compound interest, how it does wonder through time and your like with your investment. And that's kind of like one thing that we talk about, like how do you um, have that delayed gratification? Once you have that number, but once you can see, hey, if I put away 10% of my income and like if you put it into a calculator, oh my God, you'd be like, wait, what? Like like, like 10,000 could be $1.6 million or something like that. It's like, you'll be like, oh, okay, wow. this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, by the way, we're gonna link all the all the YouTube channel on the podcast right below. So if if you're interested to learn more, all you gotta do is use that thumb of yours and scroll down your screen and click on it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're gonna definitely gonna share everything. Um, you know, I'm curious. I'm looking at your podcast episodes here, and the first one you guys recorded or published was December 27th, 2021. So. You know, I wonder first if it was like a Christmas conversation where you guys were like, <laughs> you know what? Merry Christmas. We're making a podcast. And then the other thing I'm curious about. Bob is like, nope, nope. Yeah, who knows? Bob is like, we've been doing this. We've been trying to talk to this. Maybe one of, them, one of them was pushing for a podcast and the other one didn't. And then one of the gifts was like a set of microphones. I said, well, you know, now, now you got no it. other option. Start talking. Uh, what is it? Oh yeah, start talking. Start talking now. Well, actually, yeah, absolutely. like we have fear of like speaking, right? But we feel like more people need to hear this because honestly, like mm. if everybody know of these kind of information and like they it will change their life trajectory. And I, we feel like we have to overcome our fear of like, hey, speaking. like you know, just and just really just be us and authentically we, just share. I mean, yeah. like it took us a while to actually launch. We had the concept um, for a while and it was like, oh, what's the right date? We're not ready. And then like, but now we know, like, honestly, it's about like taking that massive, like even sometimes imperfect action, like in anything you do in life, yeah, yeah. even in like, you know, like go out to work or like even investment or anything, right? You can always mitigate risk, but here's the thing, you have to take action. Yeah. Yeah. So tell, tell me more about that. Right. You said that uh, you were kind of like afraid and, you know, of like being yourself in there. And yeah. that happened to us. Right. We actually shared this story a few times where we had a previous podcast before Content is Profit mm-hmm. called Bruce and Bros, where we would talk about, you know, marketing and entrepreneurship while drinking a beer. Not and I always say I'm happy it didn't work. I'm happy it didn't, happy didn't work out because we would be alcoholics. Yeah. But, you know, we were trying to make that one so professional so Mm. not ourselves and Mm. on this one we're like you know what let's joke around let's be awkward you know whatever happens happens (laughs) and you know that through iteration you find yourself and you find your voice was it like that for you guys like you said you you guys like planted a lot and then you kind of like we're like all right good let's go on the deep end Uh let's dive into it have you guys do you consider you found your voice yet or you're still working on it I mean, I think like it's always like a always um, progressing, never ending kind of thing. Like you get better and better as we do it. Obviously, day one to now we're better at it, um, but we're not by no means like I feel like we're way um, we need way more work on that. But again, it's like we do what we can. We do the best that we can at that point in time. And so the thing that we the thing that we realized was like we were giving we were giving ourselves too much pressure to be something that we weren't. We weren't professional podcasters. We barely know how to do this, record how do we, you know, like literally basic things we didn't understand at that time. But what we know now is like, give ourselves a grace, 
do what do the best we can and then people who understand and appreciate our message they're gonna they're gonna be okay with like we're not we're not gonna be as polished as someone else or anyone else just be us and i think yeah. over time like you oh. know like um you just improve like you know like like how there's a saying like if you do something for over ten thousand hours you become an expert at it so i want to encourage anyone who's listening is that whatever you want to achieve you should start now because you will get better right in time you'll get better um like oprah like she wasn't a great public speaker or beyonce she wasn't rising to the top of the chart she started they all started somewhere so like so you should start somewhere and then you'll become better yeah, absolutely. I actually, I actually just heard a podcast about Leonardo da Vinci and um, the host. Leo. Yeah, or friendly, or you know, <laughs> and the host was saying how he would always make a remark on how at first he really didn't actually like reading books because he thought he actually wasn't learning. He actually preferred starting doing the thing mm-hmm. and then down the road when he had some base knowledge, then he would go and check on books. Then said, obviously, as he grew up older, he kind of like changed his view a little bit and he liked reading. But he also he always had that, you know, action first kind of like initiative, which I feel now with all the information that's out in the world, it's a little bit challenging for people because people like you have all the resources that you want at the, t- uh, you know, at your fingertips. So people are like how to do X, Y and Z and immediately thousands of YouTube videos show mm-hmm. up. And you go down this rabbit hole and then eventually you get to a point where you go from motivated to do something to overwhelmed from the amount of en- of information that you have. And then you're like, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. Or you start overthinking it and it's like, what mic do I need? Uh, what framework yes. do I need to create this podcast, et cetera, right? So I, I love that advice. It's like, just get started, start putting the hours. Like it, it's very different the amount of hours of actually taking action than just reading and consuming about something. Yes, and this can tie back to like our recent trip to the Everest base camp. Like we didn't wait until we have like the perfect like hiking, like, gear. hiking gear or shoes or even fitness level, <laughs> right? We literally didn't train for it. It's like yeah. we're really fortunate. Like we just walk our fur babies <laughs> and they kept us like in shape and we just show up at the beginning of the trail and we just start walking for days. Like we end up walking. There's going to over- be a lot of people right now listening like, I hate you guys. I yeah, hate like- you. <laughs> We reached like, like over 17,000 feet elevation, right? And we and we wow. walk over 75 miles in nine days. We just kept walking wow. like one step at a time. Yeah. And our focus was yeah. our finish line, right? Our finish goal, which is to reach that Everest base camp. We didn't care like what we didn't have or what we think we thought we lack of. We just focused on our goals yeah. and we just keep walking. Yeah. You know what? Like that's yeah. a good point. Like we we actually talked about this. Like if you if you have like too many um, um goals too many so many things you're chasing after you're not going to be able to focus but every single day all we cared about is getting to that that next place that we're supposed to rest that next city and so like if you only have one mm. thing you're focusing on and like and the action steps were and that kind of tied back to the, the delay the, the delayed gratification we didn't get to yeah. Everest base camp the first day we got there we actually took step and process to get there but we had our yeah. goal in mind and every day we're walking closer closer to it that we don't want to give up mm-hmm. like by day six or day seven when our body is like oh i can't take this anymore we like no we're so close to our goal we're going to keep to yeah. our plan this roadmap we're just going to keep going tackling one point at a time yeah 
Yeah. Isn't it incredible how our bodies and mind can adapt to stuff like that, right? Like, I remember, uh, I mean, a few years back, I decided to do a 24-hour race, right? And, and Fonzie was there, you know, supporting me. And and again, like, I, I felt like I've trained for it, but once we were doing the thing, it felt like never. And I remember uh, it was like, just focus on the next step. Just like, mm. do one more step, yeah. do the other one. And there's a point in the race that, you know, you start at, at noon, and then mm. you finish at noon and there's during the night it's crazy because like there's a lot of people kind of going to sleep in their tent or it's like freezing. it's freezing i think it was like 32 degrees out there i'm wearing like this wetsuit <laughs> and i remember we're starting a new lap and it's five mile lap with a bunch of obstacles getting you're wet you're in mud and i remember that the the thing that i kept thinking was just one more step just yes. and then you will point you know you'll see a tree mm -hmm. and you're like okay mm -hmm. i'm gonna walk to right. that tree and then yeah. I'm gonna walk to that rock. And that's what kept going, that kept me going. And I was like, wow, my body is amazing. Yeah. And I use that a lot of times where I go back to that experience in my head. I'm like, if I went through that, I can go through this today. Yeah. And it's similar to what you guys were doing, right? I mean, well, I, I just wanna point out a commonality here. They train to the Everest, walking their fur babies. You train for a 24-hour race walking, jogging your fur baby. That's right. Moment. That's right. The husky. I, I think I need a fur baby. Yeah. yeah. Here. That's, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Hey, fur baby yeah. for, the, for the win. You know what? And, then, then, you, and, then, and then you do two races. Well, you know what? You I mean, do two things. So everything starts with fur babies. I think that's the conclusion. So, fur babies, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a lesson And today. then I'll just climb the Everest in 24 hours. That's going to be my... <laughs> I, I really want to highlight, I mean, obviously, yes, lots of lessons, right? Get moving, get started, take action, right? Like our dad just launched a podcast maybe like two months ago and he'd been talking about it for three years and we're like, dad, just grab your phone. He's like, I don't have the computer, I don't have the equipment. Grab your phone and record the story that you want to tell in your phone, right? Mm -hmm. You have a team that can help you, right? Like he had us that we can help mm -hmm. him. But at the same time, you can publish that and it's okay, right? Like you're going to grow into it. I really want to highlight though the fact that it started with the desire to helping people solve a problem. Yeah. And uh, that's what's keeping you active. That's what drives you a ton. That's what I've noticed, mm -hmm. right? And and the type of content that you've been putting out there, that's the thing. So yeah. I want to encourage everybody that's listening or watching right now, if you are getting into this content game, what problem are you solving? Are you actually serving people, right? Or are you actually chasing the likes and chasing the views and chasing the thing, right? I, I, I love every time we go to an event or we have these conversations and the first question is like, well, how big is your podcast? How many downloads? I'm like, I actually don't know. Like we don't look at data that often. <laughs> and, uh, but then when we look back, we see that, you know, either from, you know, a dozen views to a hundred views mm -hmm. to a thousand views or to a thousand listens. It's okay. The person that's listening to that podcast is grabbing value and they continue to come back and we see the messages come back. So focus on that. Like if you're helping solve a problem, people are going to come to you. This content acts as a magnet. And I love that. That's where you guys started. You guys started to like, Hey, we're going to help and we're going to serve and we're going to be as loud as possible. And I loved it. So thank you for sharing that story. Yeah. Oh, well, it's our pleasure. I'm seriously, guys, I think it's really fun to get out of your comfort zone and all these stuff that we talk about, like having your own podcast, YouTube channel, running a 24 hour, running 24 hour Everest camp. <laughs> it's all for us to train our mind to get out of our comfort zone and act like things that 
after the comfort zone is our growth. So every time when you challenge yourself to get out of the comfort zone, you will realize, oh my God, you have grown so much. And these also mm-hmm. have the compound effect, right? So like when you look back, like we, we all are not like who we were like three years ago, five years ago, or even like a year ago. We have changed so much and the people and the lives that we have inspired that's like the rewarding part for us. Like, and then for us as like real estate investor, so far we've been able to help like our investors save like $50 million in taxes, close to actually $70 million now by the end of the year. year. And then, and also return cash return of over $15 million for them not Mm -hmm. having to trade their time Mm -hmm. for money. Right. So it's like that, what that is what happened, make us happy. Yes, that's amazing. That's a good mission. I have, right there. We're ra- we're about to wrap up. We're like we're I have the, so many more questions. I know we're gonna have to do a part two, guys. Just saying. Yeah, let's saying. do part it. Part two can let's be on it. your podcast. So, yeah. yeah, let's do it. Woo. So uh, we have a couple of last questions that we need to ask, but before those, uh, this is a question that we get all the time. Every time we're being interviewed together, like you guys are brothers. How don't you kill each other? So you guys are sisters. How don't you kill each other? Like, uh, how are you guys working together? What's that dynamic, right? We even we even have been in in podcasts that they interview marriages, and they're like, "How do you guys deal with each other?" Yeah, we're we like, well, we had to, to put a disclaimer at the yeah. beginning. We're to like, be clear, we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, That's what we get yeah, to. Not, yeah. So, so have you have you guys always kind of like work together? Have you guys been always close to each other? What has been that evolution with both of you guys? And now, obviously, running a very successful business i'll let pom take that so we we um as a kid we i didn't get along and we didn't hang out much but once we started doing business together we work really really well the dynamic is more like um so in apartments i'm more like the the operations acquisition side of the business she's more like the um uh investor relations communications um stuff like that but i think like um we have grown, like, I think like our business, especially in real estate, if you notice, like this is kind of like a family oriented business where you'll see like spouse work together, like parents or even siblings. Right. And that is by choice as well, because there's no one else in the world that we trust more than like, you know, than one another. And I think you can probably sit that and you just have to be your authentic self. And yes, we do fight. We have disagreement. Even when we start off, like, you know, to record our YouTube, our YouTube, YouTube um, channel or like our podcast, like we have different ideas and stuff like that. But like, again, we always think of our end goal. Like, what do we want? We, yeah. we want to have, like, we want to do this. So we're going to have to and by being together for so much, we learn how to compromise and we learn how to like, what what are the trigger stuff that will trigger her? Like, I won't do it. Like, I know like so, there's something. And she, like, you know, we know, like we know each other so well that we don't do the things that will trigger those emotions. At least try yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. That's the and difference. That's the difference. Fuzzy, Fuzzy have... keeps doing the things that trigger him. Yeah, so that's the difference. I'm like, oh, that's going to trigger him. Let me I'm do it right on purpose. Right? And now Little we have like a one minute still. rule. Like we can just vent for one minute if you don't like anything. And we're like, after one minute, it's a waste of time because we're still family and we're still going to go proceed forward. Yes. So we just do one minute vent and that's it. We're like, okay, one minute. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like one minute. We should have like boxing gloves around here and be like, one minute, <laughs> one minute punch. One minute five, the winner takes all. (laughs) Equity on the line. Winner (laughs) takes all. There we go. I like it. Good recommendation. Celebrity one one minute boxing matches. Let's set that up. That's so fun. You guys are so cool. 
That will be the, the, the new clips. We'll live stream it too. Oh boy. We'll make a show out of it. You have so much anger inside it. We were just talking about it. No, I'm, I'm full of love. I'm such a loving person. He has a lot of energy. Of <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I did just uh, uh, finish a Red Bull, so yeah, <laughs> I think that could potentially be uh, part healthy. of it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Next conversation that we have, I want to learn more about the experience you guys are putting together. I know you guys are launching, I think it's tomorrow. And if you're listening to this, I think it's launched today. today. Yeah. But I want to hear kind of like the breakdown on mm -hmm. the strategy and how you guys drove traffic. We know you guys are part of an incredible group of entrepreneurs in the ClickFunnels community, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm sure you guys might be members of some other amazing communities with entrepreneurs. And I really want to dive deeper into your content and some of the strategies that you guys use to, you know, lead traffic to that experience and, you know, kind of like show a little bit, maybe the behind the scenes on some of the results that you guys got. So we'll have, we're going to have to do that for part two after you guys do your experience and you know, obviously become ultra massive, even more <laughs> successful influence a lot of people and yeah. help them with all the investments. You'd love to. Yes. We're all about so, the impact. Guys, <laughs> Super, I'm super grateful that you guys came on onto our platform and our show oh, yeah. and sharing uh, your story and what you guys are doing is clearly incredible. And I, and I love that you guys are doing it as a family too, that yeah, I relate so much. I could not think of a better person, you know, to do business with than, you know, Fonzie. Sure? Uh, sometimes. No, I think we've talked about this, right? And uh, there's yeah. been opportunities and, you know, and uh, it's incredible, right? Because at the end of the day, we're family, right? And we want the best for each other. And uh, and I'm so happy that you guys are doing the same thing. So last couple of questions. We have two questions, right? So where would you be right now if you did not decide to publish? Oh, wow. Um, We would be doing like more one-on-one -on -one just conversations it's going to be more analog it's going to take more time it's going to take us away from our family away from the things the leisure time it's going to be a grind and maybe we'll end up not doing it you know because it's just way more work i think like publishing is an amplifier and it, it's like a magnet mm -hmm. like you guys said so i think publishing is very important awesome yes Thank and, you I, guys. and, and yeah. I think like by not publishing you're being you're being selfish right you're keeping all the information to yourself you're like Quietly, we're accumulating growth and wealth, but we're not sharing to the world where we can help make the difference in people's lives. And just by having a conversation or even listening to this podcast can change your perspective, can take you one step closer to your end goal, right? Yeah, I think there's a, just a small remark on that. I think there's a very real fear-based mindset around creating content for a lot of people because they're like, oh, what if I put it all out there? Like, who's, they might steal, steal it from me. They might do it themselves. It's like, cool. What, what if they do it? Right? Like you're still going to have the people that are going to resonate with you that are going to seek for your help, right? For your guidance, et cetera. And honestly, the more I see it, I'm like, actually there's very, very little, if actually none people that are going to copy what you're putting out there and do it themselves. Like when I look at our processes and the things that we do with the content and, you know, on the company, I'm like, I could literally go live and share all this, the behind the scenes. And yeah. I know for a fact that I'm going to be having a little bit of fear. Like, what if somebody copies it? What if our competitor grabs this and uses it themselves? But at the same time, now I'm able to see and rationalize it and, how the, and have the abundance mindset 
that I think like they won't do it. Like you know, and even and, if they do, and it, even if they, uh, yeah, they, they won't do it. But actually, exactly. But even if they do, awesome, because the mission is to help people publish and you know share more of their message. And if they're gonna be aligning with the same mission and helping other people do that, absolutely amazing. But when I actually you know rationalize it, put my feelings aside, I'm like, actually, like it took us years to build this stuff, you know, and probably people are gonna they're gonna be like, wow, you know what? Actually, thank you for all the help. And let me give you a call so you can help me do this thing, right? At the end yeah. of the day. So, yeah. yeah, put your message out there. Share it freely say, and, you know. Yeah, I was going to say exactly oh, what, you, what you mentioned. Um, is that there's going to be people who's going to decide to take action. And there's going to be people who decide, I want to ha have you help me take that action. Because you have so much wealth of mm -hmm. knowledge and all this wisdom. And I don't want to do all that step. I don't want to. Ha create my own team you already know like what to publish or when to publish what what equipment and stuff like that so there will be those people and there will be people who just like i'm just not gonna do it like you know i don't have what it takes yeah. and i think by um just publishing and uh being on content you know like it just makes you help more people again it goes back to that right and then there will be people who resonate yeah. with you and there will be people who don't resonate with you and you just keep on focusing on like the people who you can help that's Absolutely. What, yeah, love it. Uh, mic drop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> last question, guys. What, obviously, apart from clicking all the links right below, what is something that our listeners, the people that are watching right now, can do to today, right, to move that needle forward? It can be content related. It can be, you know, investing related. I know what my action point is going to be, uh, but I would love for you guys to send us somewhere. Yeah, so I think like... Oh. oh. <laughs> Fancy, we don't wow. want to be sent wow. yet. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that. <laughs> so I think the first thing for anyone um, publishing anything you need to do to compress time and go on the faster track, find a mentor, find yeah. a team that can hold your hand and get you there faster. The road can be up the mountain by yourself. or Like, have like if us were to go on Everest track, we'll probably be lost or we get a guy to guide yeah, us get there. A guide who can hold our hand and give us like, here are the exact steps you need to take to get to that point. Trust that person, vet that person out, make sure they're the right fit for you, um, that you, you can work with them well. And then you're gonna be able to do the things correctly and you're gonna be able to succeed. So and I, compress the time frame. So find a mentor, find a team that you can get, can get you to where your goal is. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, we agree 100%. 100%. 100%. Part of her story, actually what changed everything was actually getting a mentor and you know that's a kickstart of it maybe we need a, a new mentor soon yeah you guys might know it we'll talk about <laughs> might know him we'll talk about it behind cameras but uh i think that's that's it for the episode guys so much uh, thank you so much fancy anything else that you want to add uh yeah i want to add that uh my brother was the one that messed up with the sound it wasn't me just just sharing oh, that oh. <laughs> he's like, he's like yeah, you get out. Go, go, the Kitty Sisters. Like you're done. Yeah. <laughs> We're done with you. We, we like to we like to throw each other under the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might bring out the gloves. We love bring your dynamic. Seriously, that was like the Emmy, like the rug being pulled. Like stop talking. It's like here's the award, and you're like, what? <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Uh, guys, is there anything else that you want to add before we head out? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we we are focused on getting people to not only increase their ability to grow their wealth, but more importantly, is achieve time freedom. Because like we talked about is like, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the time to enjoy it, 
or the energy to actually really do it. Do it you're what's life for like the purpose of life is more to be more fulfilled to be more impactful and if you just have a whole bunch of money like scrooge mcduck and you have nothing to show for it at the end of your life it, you're gonna have a it yeah. would have been a miserable purpose like you would have been on earth yep. and not done anything yes yeah, so to yeah. don't just be an asset and own asset all you need to do again guys is to go to jumpstartapartments.com again it's jumpstartapartments.com Mm. Oh, I love it. Baby. I, I love how we went full circle back to wealth, time, and energy. That's right. Time and energy. I love it, guys. Thank you so much. Yay. I think that's the episode, guys. And with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Peace Bros. Oh. That is right. If the Kitty Sisters here help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and and we've got five-star review. Yeah. Bye, guys.